Yo, what's up with it? Welcome back to another edition of what we like to call Rocket Science. I go by Jake Riggs. Nobody white. And we just two Houstonians giving you our relevant yet irrelevant banter on NBA chatter in and around the league. And in particular, these Houston Rockets. And officially, James Harden is officially a Brooklyn Net. Thoughts, ideas, feelings that you are currently having right now what? Right now, a lot more calm. Mm-hmm. A lot more. 24 hours ago, it was a different story, though. Yeah, it, it was a lot of emotion. It was a lot to process. I didn't know what was going on. You saw uh, four four picks, three picks, uh, Karis LeVert. Oh, yeah. not nah, Oladipo. They never give oh. you the full information. Had no clue what yeah, was going yeah. on. But we knew James Harden was gone. They said, in essence, we knew James Harden from the Houston Rockets to the Brooklyn Nets. The James Harden saga is over. Officially. Uh, it's just been a very weird spot mm-hmm. our city has been in for yeah. like the last few months. It's, yeah. just, it's just uneasy. From football to basketball, even to baseball. I don't know what soccer's doing, but even to baseball. A lot but, of uneasiness. I mean, but everybody's been talking, or at least the city of Houston's been talking. This may be, a, what, a year or two too late. Yeah. Because I know we've been talking over the past year or two. Yeah. This James Harden saga is just about over, especially – after Chris Paul made his Ray's exit. Max right there, yeah. Right there. Like, as soon as that 2017, no, I'm sorry, that 2018, 2019 season was over with Chris Paul, mm-hmm. we already knew the writing was on the wall that no championship was coming to Houston if James Harden was still going to be on the team. So we needed a change, and I'm glad that we were able to get the the draft capital that we were able to get. Lots of it. We got four first-round picks. Yes. And Let's talk about the players first. So we initially got Karis LeVert. Dante Exum, guy. yeah, and some other guy, huh? And some other guy, yeah, whatever. And uh, at that time, I'm yeah. like, okay, um, Dante Exum, mm, no one cares, uh, yeah, but Karis the, Avert, yeah, pretty like, good. Okay. But the very, uh, but as soon as we found out that we were getting Karis Avert, we found out that he was traded to Indiana, and now that he's going to Indiana. We received back Victor Oladipo, who in essence doesn't want to be in Houston. We're gonna talk about that a little later too. At the time, I was like, okay, Oladipo's not a bad player. Yeah, I know yeah. he wanted out of Indiana. And Maybe he come to us and, and want to ball out for a year. And it's the one thing that he has a he has an expiring contract, too, which makes it even better for us. Exactly. We'll get off of the books uh, for him because I know he's getting paid pretty pretty handsomely, too. So I thought that was a good trade at the time. And then, you know, as it played out, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to be a rock and he wants sure to go doesn't. back out east. But in all, in, in, in all – the biggest pieces that we got were the four were the four first round picks. We got some future draft. Capital. I'm sorry, eight first round. I think seven or eight first round picks. So we got four first round picks from yeah. Brooklyn, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Then we get one from was it Milwaukee? Right. Well, I don't and know. Then we man. get four it, swaps. Yeah, we as got well. one for Cleveland that was uh, Milwaukee's first round pick. Yeah. So either four or five mm-hmm. or like seven. Yeah. In all, like seven first round picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is very good because Daryl Morey gave up close to seven first round picks. For both like Chris Paul and so Russell So we, we got those picks for those drafts. And then we still got our picks that we can switch with Brooklyn yeah. if they happen to be better. So if, yeah. in all, I'm not upset with it. It's just a sense of... This shit's over, bro. Yeah, relief. It's just more relief. But still uneasiness because for me personally... What's going on with the Texans? Yeah, it's just been like with those two <laughs> franchises. We've just been in such a weird spot Bro. from all our superstars wanting to leave, and it's like what we talked about earlier: just the bad management yeah. to get us to this point. But the Rockets are a little different because it wasn't bad management, in my opinion. Like they gave James Harden the tools he needed, he wanted. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> like you didn't show up. Like yeah, you yeah. went cold. You don't want to start to melt down. Yeah. And, you kind of just put us into a position like, oh, we can't win no more. Yeah. Y'all need to go ahead and trade me. Like, nigga, we gave it all to you, bro. Yeah. For eight years. For eight years. Anything like, you have. We talking about from the guys that you requested. We talking about Dwight Howard. Yes. We talking Mel- about Justin to the Mello, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, everyone that you wanted. We gave you an opportunity San to win Antonio, with San Antonio, bro. Yeah. San Antonio, was that, 2017? 2016 
Like, nigga, and what's up? Even the year before, remember he had the 12 turnovers in that closeout game against Golden State. Right. Granted, it was the dawn of Golden State, but still, nonetheless. But then it's like a few times you see, like, he had no effort. Like, nigga, we went through all that shit with you, and we supported you. Yeah. And we rolled with you the whole step of the way. And we understood, like, yeah, it was time to move on. But just how you acted yeah. leading up to this point, mm-hmm. along with the embarrassing failures you had that brought shame to us all. To the city, bro. <laughs> Man, you didn't, have to, you, you didn't have to do it like that. We know over time, yeah. people going to forget about it. Nigga, you didn't have to do but that. But see, bro. people talking a whole bunch of shit about Kyrie not even showing up to work. At least James showed up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd be even more pissed off if if, if James pulled some Kyrie shit, not even text the coach, not even talk to anybody else on the team, not even upper management you know or anything, say you're not showing up. James Harden, unfortunately. What? A ring. ring. Yeah, so we and, got... In our, in our day and age, like, ring wipes over a lot of A lot of, of shit, yeah. And, and James Ky- know that, like, shit, so my best chance to get a ring is to team up with this nigga, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel you. So the win- I'm mad at you. So the winners and losers of this trade, if you had to give someone uh, that title, who would it be? Between a winner the or a loser, the trade is us. We because know, we gave up the main. Yeah. We gave up a top Do you think five we got like player. at least seventy five cents on the dollar? To be done. To be to determined. Be determined. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we got years and years we're, of we're, draft we're picks to figure that shit out. Worst case scenario. That 25, 27 pick could be something, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how stable the franchise pick. is. 25, 27 yeah. pick? Best case scenario, <laughs> oh, in the next two years, this experiment crumbles and KD leaves yeah. and James Harden end up leaving. And yeah. we get into a Boston situation. Or Kyrie does, doesn't come back so, this yeah, season. Or, so we get into like a Boston situation where we get multiple top lottery picks yeah. in consecutive years. Yeah. So. That's the best case scenario. I mean, everyone praised OKC for getting the haul that they did for PG and Russ at the time. This is what we're doing now. Like this is what, this is what we wanted. Yeah. In essence, everyone wanted to start over in the city of Houston. Although we still do have a big contract on our team. I mean, John Wall, that's not bad. John Wall is a terrible contract. We can get rid of Eric Gordon. We can get rid of P.J. Tucker. It's yeah. just a, a time thing as to when we'll do it. You I know think, what, John Wall, it, it's, in essence, is a bad contract, but just him, how he went out, his professionalism, yeah. and how he addressed the James yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah. Like, I, like, okay, he still, I can ride with you, man. Like, yeah. hey, I, I, can, I, like, we, I, I agree. respect realness. He can still, yeah, I, I respect that as well. It's a good He's start. still not worth this contract, but nonetheless, <laughs> bro. <laughs> You still doing a great job. Paid. No disrespect. Bro, you getting paid forty one million dollars this year off of AC God, uh, off of, uh Achilles tail. Whatever tail. it was. You know what I mean? He's doing a great job for the city of Houston. He's just not worth the forty one million dollars. No disrespect. We doing a great Shout job out to yet. his agent. He did a fantastic job hey, in the he city was John of Wall at the time, bro. John Wall at the time does not deserve forty one million dollars. Oh. But shout out to you, John Wall. You're doing D, a great do job think? in the city of Houston. John Wall was an a, a elite player, man. He's a top 15 player. Who deserves $41 million a year besides... John Wall has, pays me $41 million a year? I'm not knocking John Wall for getting $41 million a year. I'm knocking John Wall for... It, it. That's what it is. He's just... His numbers just don't agree with... You know what I, I don't I, agree know? with? You want to see even a worse contract? What? Otto Porter. Otto Porter has a terrible contract. You're Otto absolutely Porter right. got paid so much money, but he capped yeah. out. At yeah. The, you're right. What am I supposed He's to at do? least starting in the league. You want to know a worse contract? Yeah. Alan Crabb. Do you know who Alan Crabb is? No. Nah. Absolutely. He's not even in the league anymore. He paid four years, like three, four years, $75 million from Brooklyn a few years ago. But guess what? Getting He's sitting out. on a yacht somewhere, Getting chilling. So, I don't know where we were Oh, going. we just won. Hey. <laughs> I lost paying attention to the game. That's our first win without James Harden in how long? Oh, what's going on? I have no idea. It, it looked like some baloney's going on right yeah. now. But yeah, so in in in, in the end, yeah. The next one to trade, we knew because it. if they get a championship in the next two years, it is a success. We lost the trade because we end up giving an MVP away. We lost our second greatest player of all time. Agreed. So we just got those assets back and we're banking. We didn't want to uh, do business with Philly. Well, our boss boss didn't want to do business with Philly. I got uh, a bone to pick with Daryl Morey and uh, 
and Pat Riley too. Like I just don't see how you just don't pull that trigger. Well, with the Ben Simmons. So with the Ben Simmons deal, the reason why they declined it is because it was Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, not enough first round picks, Matisse Thybul, and I think it was like two or three first round picks that we were willing, that we were wanting from them. Yeah. And they declined that trade. If you're Daryl Morey, if you want James Harden that bad and you have that report with him from Houston. It's not Daryl Morey, though. You can, He's the it, president of basketball operations. What are you talking about? He has the final say-so. He's the president of basketball operations. Daryl Morey's smart, bro. He's yeah. not going to go over there and mortgage their future to get the player he had at a, that he fell with. Let me say not had. That he fell with in Houston. It also changed his life. Don't even matter because you got Doc Rivers there, you got Uncle Brand there, like you got other people that can check your ass. So don't get it twisted. So I understood from their standpoint. Then I understood a little bit from um, the Rockets' standpoint. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey put you in the bind. He cost you money. He did. Then he dipped on you after he said that he was going to retire or whatever bullshit that he said. I'm going to spend time with my daughters. Yeah. Bullshit. Everybody thought he was at least going to take off a year or something. Yeah. Like, like, so I I understand for uh, for Tita Angle, like, fuck you. I ain't doing no type of business with you. You do anything else. And I think with the Kyrie situation for us, it created an opportunity for us to get the draft capital we Mm -hmm. wanted because... He caused instability in the franchise, like for uh, unnecessary instability in the yeah. franchise. Yeah, he did. So I, I like that for our aspect, mm. or from the um, 76ers aspect. I don't know, man. I probably would have made that deal. I would have made that deal. I thought I wanted Ben Simmons. Do I want Ben Simmons? Did I want Ben Simmons? I don't know. He yeah, you wanted shoot. Ben Simmons. I did. He was seven really? foot. Yeah, he's seven foot, bro. He's still a good, very. He's a very good player. I was never, I was never on the bandwagon of Ben Simmons, obviously, because he can't shoot a lick. But yeah. at least he's attempting it. I know it's not looking too good, but at least he's attempting it now, which makes it somewhat a little better, if you ask me. But he don't even have to though. That's the thing. He just need a nice little floater or a little 15 footer he can put up. Yeah, that little hook shot that he shoot up there that every now and then. No, that shit no. looks disgusting. No, nah, he need like look at uh what's his face? Uh, Sean Livingston's game. Yeah. Hey, like, pull out that little develop a nice little mid-range game it. that can't nobody block. That's it. Yeah, a little turnaround jump shot. And, and stop on the dime and just pull up, man, with his athleticism. Like you ain't got to shoot yeah. threes. So from Brooklyn's point of view, um, they get James Harden. You got rid of Jared Allen, you got rid of Tareem Prince, and you got rid of your future. You asked me earlier. Karis uh, LeVert, too. Yeah, and Karis LeVert as well. Mm-hmm. And Spencer Dinwiddie. Not trade, but obviously because he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So your three main scorers are now, obviously, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You asked me earlier if they don't win this year, is it a failure? And I told you, you fucking right if they don't win this year, it's a failure. You don't mortgage your future. You don't trade away essentially seven to eight draft picks in one year to not win a championship for that year. As soon as you hit the ground running, you got to hit. Right. It's, it's, it's along the same thing uh, as, as Paul George last year when we talk, uh, with the Clippers. Right. They yeah. mortgage their future to get you in their organization for you to win he right now. You lying. Yeah, absolutely. And we all got on Ky- and we all got on Paul George for that same shit. It's the exact same thing with Brooklyn. If Kyrie Irving, whenever we he does decide to come back to the NBA, or if James Harden, or I know Kevin Durant is I don't think he's that it's injury for him. Yeah, it's injury for him. No, I don't think any of those guys should come back and say this isn't a, a championship of bus season. They have to win it now. Right. That's how everyone sees it. You don't get all these guys together for you well, not to win I, now. I, I agree, man. And I think they are going to get to the championship, but I don't know if they can beat LeBron and AD. I still, I still think the Lakers are much better. Well, I don't say much better. They're a better team. I think they're, yeah. As far as chemistry-wise, they're a better team. And plus, they're coming off a championship. They know how to win. And with this concoction that Sean Marks done put together, like it's it's a big three, but this is a a, a very different concoction of what a big three is. Right. We looked at all the past big threes. Uh, uh, LeBron, uh, 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 D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh sacrificed. K, uh, uh, LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Kevin Love sacrificed. Their numbers dropped dramatically. I and think now, James Harden can sacrifice. James Harden can... I don't know. 
right, this, this I'm is not too sure. This is my opinion. How do you think it'll work? The best way for, to me for it to work is James Harden getting into the point guard scenario, but like mm. really focus on being a point guard. Yeah. Like pass the ball. Like he can do that. I don't know if Kyrie can do it. KD can do whatever the hell he want to do. But I know James Harden can switch. Mm-hmm. He can be a decent point guard. Yeah. James Harden has played the type of role. If you really saying that you want to win, like you say you want to win, yeah. you, you play with D'Antoni, you play into this offense. Like if anybody knows this offense, you can play into this offense. Yeah. We'll You'll make the necessary sacrifices. I think to you win. can make the Kyrie is Kyrie's Kyrie. You need Kyrie to be aggressive. You need him to score because that's what makes him Kyrie. Yeah. And Kevin Durant just fills in everything else. He's the alpha. Yeah. Whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, if I th- out of all the people I think that can change their game, mm-hmm. I think James Harden can. Now, is he? Who knows? I don't know how they're gonna react during the adversity. I don't know what Kyrie headspace is right now. And I wanted to talk to you about that too. We talked about it a lot. We got on Kyrie a lot last pod. Man. It's not it's like man Now that Kyrie we we still don't know if Kyrie is is coming back. Are you in or are you out? I mean who who has to ask him that question? K D, right? No. You would the, think the right? owner, your boss. Your boss is gonna ask you that question. Uh-huh. Are you in or are you out? I don't think he'll I don't think Steve Nash doesn't command the respect that KD has. Well, just organizations, period. I understand players have a voice and players are exercised to the power. I understand. But we all want to be owners of some type of business mm-hmm. one day. And when I'm the owner, you answer to what I say because this is my business. So if you're the owner, if you want to put a, 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 a mm-hmm. to this, yeah, you walk down, whoever the ownership is, whoever in charge is, and you let them know, like, this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And let it be known. Like, yeah, yeah. you're on and you're out. You're not, then shit. Yeah. Be gone. I got another superstar to go with my already superstar, yeah. so don't get it twisted. It's crazy. James Harden is the biggest insurance policy. That I know he's going to play. Had, I know yeah. he's not going to get hurt. Yeah. He's going to play here. through injury if he need to. Yeah. He's going to be here, and I need somebody to go with my true prize. So this thing with Kevin Durant, because the only reason you're here yeah. is because Kevin Durant. Absolutely. Because if Kevin Durant was not here, Don't your ass probably wouldn't be here So I, I'm not trying to like be a bully or, or be mean to him because, hey, hey, who am I? Kyrie, yeah. you the guy. I understand. But I know what professionalism is. If you're, and this is not being professional. If you're Steve Nash, how do you feel right now? A little uneasy, but stay the course. Um, as long as you got Kevin Durant playing and, and committed, he's your true leader. He's going to galvanize your guys. Mm-hmm. You're going gonna to coach the guys you got. And when you, if you have his ear, because I think Kevin Durant wanted Steve Nash to get here, mm-hmm. you should feel okay. Mike D'Antoni... Knows who he's talking about when it comes to the offense. Y'all probably got the same type of mind frame in the offense. The fear I have is Dan Tony and Steve Nash have very laid back personalities. Very hey, all right, even demeanors. And when the going gets tough, and you got these alpha you black got, males, blood pumping. You got three alphas on your team now, and. No, no offense to Steve Nash, and no, no offense to Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni, we already know, gets ran over by James Harden. Yeah. I don't, and this just brings me brings me back to this whole Kyrie thing. The reason why Kyrie, I think, oh, let me just say, Steve Nash is freaking the fuck out right now. If you ask me, he is. He doesn't Posty. know what's Canadian think, too. Yeah, exactly. Think about think about who Steve Nash has on his bench at that too. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni, he has M.A. Udoka, who done a great job when he was in San Antonio. You have Amari Stoudemire on your bench. And I don't know who else. I mean, no who's, one else has really note. Has, your, oh, you have Jock Vaughn, who's, you know, who's been there in the previous years. But still, you don't know what the fuck Kyrie is doing right now. I'm starting to think the main reason why Kyrie, why Kyrie wanted to bring you in is because he could do certain shit like this. Yeah. Steve Nash is a first-year coach. Steve Nash, I'm pretty sure, is a player's coach. Steve Nash is not just a first-year coach. He's a first-year 
real coach, y'all. Like, no yeah. assistant. You've been thrown in yeah. the fire. You ain't been in no first year, no third year, second year, yeah. none of that, man. Like, yeah, you ain't yeah. been on, sitting on no bench. You've been in no organization in, in a hierarchy. Besides a player, you've been in no organization. Well, you yeah, are, I think he was with the he was a player. He's with the, uh, with the Warriors for yeah, a little like while. Yeah, like a player development, yeah, yeah, man, was, but not a coach coach. Yeah. You got this job because you are a two-time MVP. Yeah, and player. and and going back, it, it's just you bring in Mike D'Antoni because you want to re-implement the offense that you had in Phoenix. You bring in Amari Stoudemire because that's your boy. Yeah, you bring in Ma Udoka because he has good rapport with you know. You come from that Steve, that uh San Antonio tree. But who you got? Who you got to get in somebody's face when one of these dudes get out of line? And that's what I'm talking about. The main reason why I think Kyrie wanted to bring Steve Nash in was because of situations like this. Kyrie can do whatever the fuck he wants, and Steve Nash can't say shit. Mike D'Antoni is not going to say shit. Now that James Harden has come in, James Harden knows that Mike D'Antoni ain't going to say shit. The only person that I think has any say-so, and not even the upper management, the only person I think has any say-so would be Kevin Durant. So Only Durant person has the power. In Kevin Durant has the power in all of this, and I don't think this is a good concoction that's gonna really make matter. out too well for Brooklyn. But in saying all that, and I'm not saying they are an extremely talented team on paper. You got three amazing scorers on your team. Yeah, I expect them to make it at least to the Eastern Conference Finals, at minimum. I, I, I got to stop you right there, bro. I do. The only thing I, I well, the biggest thing I would disagree. Uh, majority of things you said because the, one <laughs> the majority option, because the one thing the one equalizer in all of this is if Kevin Durant is a hundred percent, I don't give a fuck who he playing with. <laughs> he gonna beat he most was- people because he's that good. Like the Kevin Durant I was seeing before uh-huh. he got hurt was raising his level of play to that type of status. Like you can't stop him. Who's he playing with though? Who's he playing with now? Exactly. Who are they going to be there? James going to be there. James going to be there. Is Kyrie going to be That's there? That's all I really need. And some, and I, I got some. I got some riders. I still got DeAndre. I still got Gary Harris. Not Gary Harris, but Harris. What's Joe Harris. I still got Joe Harris. I still yeah. got some. And I'm pretty sure they can get like some. Like yeah, they little. still have like two or three roster spots open. You still got Jeff Green. We can fill this out. Yeah. Let's give it time. Yeah. Kyrie is it's our still biggest. Early. He's the wild card. Cause he's right. And he's engaged into the offense, a very free offense, a very D'Antoni-esque offense. Mm-hmm. They'll be tough. So that's like best case scenario. But they have a great equalizer in Kevin Durant, in my opinion. Yeah. Kevin Durant is it, that The good. ultimate equalizer, if you ask me. I don't see anybody, like not James one Hart. person in the East, for sure, they can stop him one-on-one. Not at all. Ben Simmons, giving you buckets. Yep. Creep Freak. Probably giving you buckets. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. We seen them. Yeah. Then we saw Mopped Kyrie. Them. When Kyrie healthy and when Kyrie's focused. Yeah. He gl- oh, that's you what makes him so frustrated. He just gives a little taste. See that man, see, he gives it, a little taste. It is. But I, I got a feeling whenever Kyrie decides to come back, Kyrie gonna mess around and have a game where he shoots, I don't know, fifty five percent, goes there, balls out and gives you thirty seven. And I don't know seven, and everybody just gonna forget about this shit. It'd be I like, oh, so. they back. I really everything is just normal. I hope so. I hope we can get the basketball. I hope we can get back to basketball. Yeah. Or maybe just hey, you never know. This could be orchestrated. <sighs> you know what we? You know we talked about. We talked about what we do. We get a hope when we hit the Powerball and Mega Million. Were you that rich? You know what? I'm tired. No, I'm used to getting yes. Yeah. Fuck this bullshit. Yeah. I went out. <laughs> Do you think it was already inevitable that he was going yes. to Brooklyn? Uh, you already asked that question. I'm not too sure. No, I I thought Boston and um, Denver had a shot or Miami. I thought yeah, those teams was willing to give up uh, the type of capital. Yes, let me I get thought, on Miami too. for a quick fucking. Who the fuck is Tyler Hero? Who is Tyler Hero? Who is Duncan Robinson? Mm. They are great complimentary players. They went to the finals. They went to the finals. They're great, but guess who carried their ass to the finals? Jimmy Butler. And Bam. And Bam. And Absolutely. They can, they can shoot. They're great. Am I giving up James Harden for fucking Tyler Hero and, and Duncan Robinson? Yes. I don't know, Justin. I, 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 Man, no. I ain't trying to hear that. Pat Riley, you trying to win. You know what it takes to win. You, you got to get players in But there. you just seem like your system works. Your in the system. bubble. Hey, we don't know. They can always fall back on, hey, if Gordon Dragic was healthy, 
We don't know how it would have played. Think out. of the guys that you could have had on your team, bro. You could have had James Harden, uh-huh. Jimmy Butler, uh-huh. Bam Adebayo, and you still got to keep going. But is um, James Harden running that offense? Yes, absolutely. Is he going to be the Duncan Robinson? Can he shoot like Duncan Robinson? Yeah, he can shoot better than Duncan What's Robinson. What you think, D? James Harden. No, he's not a better shooter. He's a better scorer. He's not a better three point shooter. Okay, so you want a better three point shooter or a better sh- or a better scorer? I, I I just know whatever Miami had, it worked. What did you tell me earlier? Yeah. You, you put superstars on the same team. Yeah. You are gonna figure that shit out? James Harden will figure it out with James uh, with uh, Jimmy Butler. I, I I understand. I, for the most part, I agree. But Miami is like a a, a different type of scenario. Because they look like they, they kind of morphed into more of a, we have a particular offense and we get the right pieces for yeah. our offense. Do you think it that, works. you think it was a lot of that bubble shit, though? No, because i seen them play uh, Milwaukee again when they stepped their game up. Yeah. They played the same. Yeah. Now, Tyler Hero over James Harden, I understand that. No, he's not better. Well, if I'm Miami and I'm trying to win now. Yeah. I'm and and then the culture, just in the culture. Pat Riley and James Harden, I'm sorry. That's not going to mix. James, it's never going to mix. James Harden in Miami, I pay money. Udonis Haslam and James Harden. You UD. I'm talking about on Ocean Drive. That shit would be fantastic, right? Yeah. UD. Even then. Yeah. No. Udonis Haslam would have gotten his shit. So I, I I don't know about that, but definitely Boston. I thought Boston, like, yeah, you got these... You got this type of talent. Like, you got Jason Taylor. You got Jalen Brown. Yeah. Do you think these two can win you a championship? The answer is no. Uh, Jason Tatum <laughs> and James <laughs> Harden yeah. and Kimba Walker. Sounds appealing. You know, but Kimba Walker has to have the ball to be effective in his hands. Man, Kimba's not number one. No, we all know that. Yeah, yeah. He can go to a number three. Yeah. He's a good number Yeah, he can go to a number three. He would have been a real good number three. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you're Kyrie Irving right now, going back to the Brooklyn shit, if you're Kyrie right now, how do you feel? I don't know how. I can't can't answer that, man. I don't know. Kyrie's different. No, I'm just saying as far as the the, the trade. I don't know how he feels about the trades. I don't know how he feels about basketball right now. I don't know where his mind frame at. But if his mind is in basketball... I mean, you just got to go do your game. Yeah. Like, the idea of number two, number one, whatever, like, you of all people should understand, like, winning the championship cures all wounds or heals whatever ailments or whatever you got going on. You win, people can't say shit. I don't, uh, James Harden gives you a, a better chance to win if you have that previous team. Yeah. Kyrie has gotten into this mode of, I have to win it my way. That's why his ass is out of Boston right now, which I think he had a great – he was in a great position when he was in Boston because he had his team and he had two great young wings to help him get to the championship. And they were almost right there, but they weren't – they didn't have he's his ass at the time. Cat, bro. He's, you know who no, he reminds me of? What? But he's not He he's not like involved in like the legal side. Who? Like Antonio Brown type shit. Like Cleveland – like uh, to me, Cleveland – think about it. I don't know. Cleveland hit a lot. Hid a lot of what Kyrie Irving had going on. Then he went to Boston, and he started seeing it a little more. Now he in Brooklyn, and he's full blown. He's full blown in. And from his comments to be to like we ain't, we shouldn't play because of the riots or the, the protests, like whatever you got going on, for you to just say I'm not coming to work for whatever reason, and only tell your teammates and don't tell your bosses who pay who are your coach yeah. and the people that paying you. That's a problem. Yeah, it is a huge problem. And you're still, and then you're you're seen at your sister party without no mask, and it's like a lack of communication. And like, how the hell do we even get to this point? Like, what what happened? <laughs> Where's the disconnect? That's so unprofessional. Yeah. So I I'll be greatly concerned if I were the Brooklyn Nets over the Kyrie situation. But if I'm Kyrie, I don't know because I don't know. You agree with Stephen A? Stephen A was like, his ass should retire. I think so. Retire? Yeah. You know, Richard Jefferson came out on the jump, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And you know, he was he was on the championship team in, in Cleveland. And he came out on a podcast, a road tripping podcast a few years ago. you seen that shot? Yeah, it's crazy. Road tripping podcast a few years ago. And he was like, don't be surprised. Or something along the lines of paraphrasing here. But if Kyrie Irving just happens to walk, walk away, away from the game, 
He's that type of guy. No one would be like, it would be like, well, that's just Kyrie. Kyrie has enough money that he can ride off in the sunset. But in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. you're missing out. You're giving up so much money. The Jets just hired an old boy for the 49ers. You're giving up so much money and so much stability for your family from generations to where you're not even going to be here no more, yeah. but they're still going to be taken care of. Like, you got to have that type of mind frame. Like, the people around you he, and your, and your, your, your offspring are going to be good. They're going to have a good level of wealth. He may, he already has it. He may already have it. Man, Chris Paul. You I can mean, never like, make more. Chris Paul got three of them, bro. $300 million he contract. He had three of them. And, like, Kyrie, you can just get another one, bro. Like, when you're 32, you 32, somebody can, can pay you another. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Hayward is getting stupid <laughs> money out here. Gordon broke his leg. Yo, he balling, though. Gordon Hayward said, I'm not dumb. He will be hey. all-star in the East this year. Duh, I'm going to play until I can't play no more. I'm going to collect these checks. And guess what? I'm never, ever, ever going to get an opportunity to make this type of money ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to make like $200,000 per second or some shit like that. Like, come on, man. You're making $430,000 a day. I know money's not everything. I understand that. that. But you like the hoop. Don't you love the hoop? Don't you love to play basketball? Like, you get to play basketball. You know how many people dream mm-hmm. to play basketball for a living? Yeah. No, I, every last one in this room wanted to go to the NBA. I wanted to hit the league. Come on now. I still got a shot one of these days. Still got, hey, drink your milk and help you grow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. I don't know what type of caddies. Are. I, I know. I understand money's not everything. And when yeah. you feel secure, it's other phases of life you want to understand. Yeah. You want to have more detachment from what everybody's connected to. You want to get unprogrammed. I understand all that. I understand all that. Yeah. But you signed up for a commitment. Yeah. For Nobody told you you had to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Nobody told you you had to say all these things you want. You said about LeBron, mm-hmm. about Steve Nash, whatever. Nobody's making you do none of this stuff. It's so stop being a baby. Yeah. Cause it sounds like you're a spoiled. It looks like you're a spoiled and sound, brat. Right and now. whenever, whenever he does speak, or when he did speak, it, it sounded like he, he already know he points blame at a lot of the other people as to why he's acting out like this. And that's what makes it worse. Like no one else is putting this on you, but you. All those comments that you said in the past, nigga, they was you. You. You brought all this attention to yourself, and now you want to step away from the game. Just seems extremely shady. You're not there for your guys. You're not there for your coaches. It's just it's just terrible situation. It seemed like, like you had a little kid. Man. You got the biggest insurance policy now that you have James Harden now. If there is a scenario where Kyrie Irving does not come back, and it's just James Harden, Kevin Durant, and you fill in those three other uh, roster spots, and you have your, the guys that are there now, yeah, do you see them competing for the East? No, Kyrie. Is James Harden a reliable enough number two? I think that? so. Yeah. Because I think guys that are coming into a new situation, although they have dominated in their previous on their previous team, yeah, you come into it. Even Russ did. You come into the situation like I'm going to defer just a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. I know Kyrie and KD, or at least KD has, you know, what 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 Brooklyn needs right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ease myself into this situation and make things easy for him. That way, things can open up for me. And that's how I think he's going to roll. Yeah. Well, the offense they're going to run is going to be very D'Antoni-esque. Yeah. It's going to be very pace. Laissez-faire. Niggas not playing a lot of defense. But we just. Yeah. They do. They had three of the best one-on-one players in the league. You always got a shot. You got all those three guys on your team. And and they can figure out and how to play pick and roll or whatever. And they just got DeAndre they Jordan. DeAndre Jordan give you what he used to have. <laughs> what he used to have. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because that Allen, that Allen thing. That Allen loss, that was a big loss. Yeah, it was. Like you said earlier, like, hey, Cleveland quietly were big winners in this trade because they got a <laughs> yes, great they, talent. <laughs> who did they give up? Nothing. They gave up Dante Exum in like a second-round pick. And Nothing. you got Tareem Prince who can still last, score. Remember yeah. last year, Kyrie was like, yeah, I think we'll look a lot better with our new team. Man, oh. But who was left from that new team besides Joe Harris? Joe, ha- Joe Harris is left. Joe Harris, that's it. Sprinter did what he would have been gone too, but he tore his but he tore ACL. His ACL, yeah. Kyrie they knew they was going to be gone, bro. They knew they was going to be gone. They, they had to. Line. So, we're going to see. Uh, I'm very curious. Like, 
I'm pretty sure everybody's very curious to see mm-hmm. how this is going to work out. But in the end, if it implodes, the Houston Rockets are the big winner. Yeah. In all of it. Because we're going to be good for the next few years. We put in position. Yeah. And this is well, all now this we got to hit. This is what we want. And we got to hope Raphael Stone. Let's give Raphael right. Stone some credit because yeah. Christopher Woods, yeah. somebody none of us man. ever heard about, is balling. Showing that he's like a real potential um, star. I don't know about all star. I don't know about superstar, but he's definitely a star in this NBA, in the NBA. So yeah, I'm in the putting the ball, man. This Jay, this James Harden era. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I wanted some freshness. I want to see where we're gonna go. I just I, my expectations are low, but yeah. I like the direction. I don't we're really at. care about what we do this season. I'm mm-hmm. more so worried about you know what our front office is going to be doing, and the coach. Like what other moves can be made in order to get us in a better position. And the coach to bring bro, back. We lot. don't know who we don't we don't know we don't know Stephen Styles. Like, is he really that type of coach that we can have like five, ten years, like Eric Spoelstra, yeah. like uh, his uh, previous coach, uh, Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle in Dallas, yeah. you know. Guys has been there for a good minute. You know, um, Utah, I can go down the list. Yeah. Guys has been there for a minute is building the type of program to get them for them to compete. And if I had to pick between those two, I just said, I'm hoping it's more like a Dallas. I'm hoping we can hit on a future type of talent. Yeah. Like that, that's the, you know, a Jason Tatum. Yeah. A Luka Doncic, like a Trey Young. It's coming in the draft. I think so. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. I think it's coming in the draft too. Yo, so, uh, James Harden beef. Boogie had a lot of that shit in the presser the other day. Mm-hmm. See, you posted about it. That shit was hilarious. Would you have the same temperament as Boogie would? Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody's got to a, a <laughs> pressure point. You know? I mean, that shit, shit was going to boil if they didn't hold yeah. him out of practice yesterday. Boys got phones, man. As soon as James Harden said what he said, you look down, you be like, oh, a word? Yeah. I think it's sitting 15 feet away from you, bro. Yeah. That's how you feel? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do this, my nigga, we can. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you trying to say, my nigga? Yeah. So, exactly, man. John so. Wall had the same sentiments, too, saying, like, we we can't build a culture if everyone's not be if everyone's not going to buy in. So that was I think like, they even knew the writing on the wall, That too. was a horrible training. These last 10 games was, like, a, a, a shitty training camp. Yeah. Like, it was horrible. But now... Now you have your team. You got rid of it. Now you can build cohesion. Like, yeah. like now you can, like... Try to build bonds, yeah, and, and, and go at it, yeah. Oh well, let me take that back because we still don't know what's gonna happen with Victor Oladipo. It's another disgruntled employee who doesn't want to be there. So is he gonna? Is he even gonna go play? Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that too. I was like, is so he you gonna got play? One guy who we might as well kept Karis the Bird? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I, I, I don't know on that one. Like, did. Like, y'all point to getting an expiring contract. Was it that bad? Like, y'all really want to get y'all money under the yeah, books? Yes. But, Timmy Fertitta. He don't want to pay over the luxury tax, and we were paying that shit. But you still have to have a plan for your franchise, so. The plan is tank. Get rid of all that shit. So you're thinking we're going to end up trading Oladipo? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's I, I don't think he's going to be here past the All-Star break. So, that I mean, the Oladipo trade is still the James Harden trade. Because all In these essence, assets, yes. So we still, so for the Rockets, we still don't know how this uh, James Harden trade is going to unfold because we still have assets that we got back that we're going to flip to get other type of assets. But you see, you know what the tough, yeah, the tough thing for Victor Oladipo is we, we he's on an expiring contract. So it's like, who's going to take him when he has the ability to just walk next year? Unless we do somewhat to. of a, try, a sign and trade. The two teams he want to go to. Miami and what else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he went to L.A., that'd be pretty nice. Maybe L.A.? Yeah. I don't know. Give up Kuzma or something. Yeah, but I don't, nobody's high on him but the Lakers. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think... I think He's a good little prospect I mean, to you have. Can, you can give away go with uh, a first round. You away Kuzma's ass in the first round. They they gonna get Caruso and Kuzma for for Victor Oladipo. <laughs> Lakers for damn sure winning it. <laughs> you got him now, but yeah, they would they wouldn't get that up though. Nah, they wouldn't get it up. I don't think they would. But hey, or just Kuzma. They give up Kuzma. I take Kuzma. I will take Kuz too. Well, Kuzma. no, no, no. In the first round pick. No. 
No, I won't cruise. Lakers first round pick ain't gonna be too much. Your twenty twenty seven first round pick. No, I need. Give me your twenty twenty five pick, and Kuzma. Well, twenty twenty five is four years away. Yeah, that's a long way away. That's go that Brooklyn twenty twenty five pick I'm gonna have. <laughs> Think about <laughs> this. Sounds great right yeah, now. It's gonna no, no, this that. sounds horrible right now. In twenty twenty five, we're gonna Ooh, be like, hey. Ooh, what? We got, game, we got Bronny James just came out of the draft. <laughs> hey, what the Brooklyn say? Hey, what the Boston say? What they say? That's what you hoping? You yeah, know, I mean, you, you hoping you a Boston Celtics? Like, right. yeah. Same thing with OKC. Hey, they got capital. Right. From Dream to James right. Harden, James it was 20 Harden years. Fell in our lap. He just <laughs> fell in our lap. We, ain't nobody know James Harden was going to be there. Nobody. None. nobody. Hey, man, all I can say, it was a good run. You it know what I mean? James run, Harden man. provided uh, many thrills on and off the court. Absolutely. Had a great time. Strippers love him. He's done a lot for the community. He has done a lot for the Houston community. <laughs> that is for damn show right. But, you know, Ooh, all hey. in all, he's the, he, he, you know, he. He's the second greatest Houston Rockets of all time. Hey, he said, if you're comparing me, I'm going to wrap this James Harden shit up. Mm-hmm. You're comparing me to the best shooting guards of all time. Kobe, Michael, Dwayne Wade. That's the three. Yeah. All three of them have a ring. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be in that conversation to be number four, I got to be there. It. Yeah. And you got to go get it while you're in your prime, while you contribute. You can't go like T-Max trying to ride the bench like the Spurs. Like, no, that shit Still got put out in the first round. That shit yeah, was wild, yeah. huh? No, he went to the finals. Oh, yeah, he did make it to yeah. the finals. Yeah, yeah you're that right. shit don't work, bro. Andre Johnson had some comments to say about Jack Easterby the other day. That shit got a drink on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Jack, uh, Andre Johnson said something along the lines of, Deshaun Watson needs to go ahead and stand his ground. Because ever since Jack Easterby came in the organization, it's been some bullshit. And I'm paraphrasing here, but nonetheless, I'm pretty sure Andre so like Johnson would say the exact same This is shit. exactly what he said. Uh, Andre Johnson's like, this is some bullshit. DeAndre uh, Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson, do what you need to do. Stand your ground. Hold firm. Stand your ground. And things are working. Stand so by, far. stand ready. Bullshit. Yeah. So, man, whenever Andre Johnson speaks. Everybody listens. Or it's at least missed emotions, bro. I yeah. have missed emotions on that. As a Deshaun Watson supporter, I completely agree with um, Andre Johnson. Like, yeah. I felt him. Yeah. Yes. Like, forget this team, man. Forget this white, good old white boy shit, all that, all that. But then, on the other side, I'm a Texans fan. I'm a fan of my city's team. I'm a fan of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of the team, man. So, I don't even know why I'm a fan of the team. <laughs> so, I'm conflicted because, you know, I, I I want him to stay with the Texans. I want him to ball out to the team. I want him to end up because I feel like he can get us to where we want to go for the Texans. But the Texans organization has gave me zero type of faith, zero type of confidence in their ability to be a functional, coherent Absolutely. franchise, like a basic franchise yeah. or a basic business. Yeah. It, it, it reeks of privilege, of entitlement, the epitome. Like, uh, it's like Billy Madison, bro. It's like, like the captain there is like yeah. Billy Madison, bro. <laughs> a rich-ass, why didn't do shit. Do the fuck I, you my dad's do. rich as fuck. Yeah. And now I own this franchise. I know my mom can't do it, so I'm going to try to own it. Yeah. And he just gives, not just power, but capital, because mm-hmm. everybody he didn't pay, he didn't pay like handsomely. Car- handsomely. Yeah, Nick Casario has never held a GM position in the NFL, and now he's like the second or third highest paid GM. We're like the mo- we're like number f- the fifth most uh, profitable fan- or profitable uh, franchise in the yeah. league. I think around that because Nick's in Houston. Yeah, love. We lost the team. We lost the team. We're stupid as fuck. We are stupid as fuck. We're stupid as fuck, How man. you feel about the Texans uh, wanting to now interview Eric Bieniemy? I thought that was the biggest no. bullshit that I've seen this whole week. Or maybe, maybe he don't want to come here. I don't think Eric Bieniemy would want to come here either. I, don't come I think it's, it's it's dumb on the Texans of Jack Eastby and Cal McNair for not like nipping that in the bud before it got that. out. But yeah. for uh, Nick, uh, for our new GM. I'm trying to judge him fairly, cause it's not like he's had. He it's not like 
he has a bad rep or he's not highly um, decorated. Like, mm. he's respected around the league. Like, people respect Nick Caress, um, Casario. Casario. They respect him. Like, Belichick swear by him, like, whatever, whatever. Two black dudes, I told you, win two games. Exactly. It's the fact. It's how everything went down. But I want to give him a chance, and he requested an interview for being me. He requested an interview for basically all the top prospects. And Cal McNair from the jump said the GM is going to hire the head coach. They just dumbly did not put out a PR PR fire that could have been put out from the yeah. jump because they hired they fired their PR lady like yeah, the, the 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 thinking. Uh, our franchise, mm-hmm. like what we're trying to represent, it seemed like that good old white boy. Yeah, I love Jesus, American, uh, apple pie, bullshit. evangelical shit, all that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like, but well, that on, sounds bro. terrible. I don't mean to say, I know it sounds sacrilegious, but come on, man. That evangelical Jack Eastman yeah. should not have this much clout that without the terrible. experience, yeah, in this, in, in this type of business. But I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give our GM a chance. Mm-hmm. He requested the enemy. He requested the DC from uh, the forty, um, the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Um, pretty sure they're gonna uh, get an interview from Joe Brady, the um, office coordinator from the Bills. Like, it's some candidates out there. I like the guy from San Francisco. In my I estimation, hit- there's only one candidate that we should have been hired. Yeah. I think it seemed very easy, but it's extremely complicated now, and that shit's not happening. Y'all, I, I, y'all have to. I feel y'all on the being me. But, but there's a lot of teams have not committed to him yet. And I want to know why. Is it just because... I don't care why, because what do we have to lose? It's not what we have to lose. All right, let me get into these Texans real quick, y'all. What is our biggest need on the Houston Texans right now? Better new, upper management. A whole new makeover. Yes. Team-wise. There's a lot of holes in the Texans our besides defense, quarterback. Our defense stinks. Now... We've talked about how, well, in the past, the Texans have always held their hat on defense. When we actually had somewhat of a a decent defense, we started complaining about the offensive line and the offense. I like what the Cowboys did. Yeah. Build that shit on the offensive line to protect the asset that you have. It's not just the offensive line. You had to build it on both lines. You had to build it off of Phyllis Cowboys. To me, I'm looking at Buffalo and I'm looking at Cleveland. As the two teams I'm trying to emulate because... Those are some words no one ever said. I'm looking at Cleveland to emulate. (laughs) To me, with a franchise quarterback, I've seen what Deshaun Watson can do with minimal. If I can give him... Let's just think about it. If you take Baker Mayfield off the Cleveland Browns and you put Deshaun Watson on the Cleveland Browns... Super Bowl contenders. Super Bowl contenders. Like, seriously. Like, yeah. the dare two running backs. That's how, I mean, that's more so of how great Deshaun is. Exactly. So, yeah. you're not going to emulate, uh, you're not going to emulate the Kansas City Chiefs because you don't have Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy Reid has been doing this for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just being, that's why I feel like being me is getting the short end of the sticks because you're, you're sandwiched between one of the best offensive lines the games ever have and on track to be the best player, yeah. the best quarterback, the game is ever. You're, you're sandwiched. Yeah. So I'm looking at, I need a physical team that's going to play defense, that's going to run the ball, and oh yeah, I got a Sean Watson too, who can pick you apart. I would agree with you, but we don't have shit. That's the direction I would like to go into. That's why I'm saying we don't have to just hire the enemy just because of Sean Watson one. I'm looking at how am I going to beat the Chiefs? Yeah. I'm very interested yeah. to see how this game is going to ha- uh, go between Cleveland and the Chiefs. We need and think about it, Cleveland ain't got um, Odell Beckham either. But we need all those things. Yeah. And we're going to waste about three, four more years of Deshaun Watson's career yeah. on looking for these things. We're Absolutely. trying to get these things and not coming through with them. Uh, unless we get a coach that can hit in the mid-rounds. You got to hit in the mid-rounds this year. And then whatever your first round pick next year, you gotta turn that into. You wanna talk about a coach, Josh McDaniels? Why y'all keep saying Josh? He's not coming here, bro. He already said Casario already said he's not. He's not. Did Nick Casario? Did he already say that he's not coming? I don't remember reading any of that. He's not coming here, bro. He's not. He. If you really want to Sean Watt, trade 
Exactly, bro. Hired, hired guys you're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> add that type of shit store. Yeah. I, they're they're incompetent. They're cool. They ain't dumb. Like that shit. Yeah. He said he upset now. If you want, if you want to, you gonna lose the city, bro. They're fine, McNair. That's how fast, that's how anti patriots they are. They're fine, McNair. Watch him. We'll get up on the microphone. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Out of here. Yo, that shit would be hilarious. The best thing for the Texans is to do exactly what they did today and emulate that for the foreseeable future. Keep yourself out of the news. The only time you need to be on the news shit, is when you request an interview. And so far, not just be enemy, he's requested an interview with multiple coaches. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what a GM's supposed to do. Yeah. Let me do my job. Who was requesting the interviews prior to just We don't know. Was it just oh, Cal McNair and Jack Easterby? It was Easterby. Those are the two guys that we know that have power in the organization. Jack so now that, Andre J- now that Andre Johnson talked all this shit about uh, Jack Easterby, do you think he still holds his position as uh, on the on the team? Andre Johnson? <sighs> I don't think so. I it's think just a lot of over. hurt feelings right now, bro. This shit's over. Because the way Easterby has McNair ear, it makes people in the organization and people around McNair and the Texans lose respect. Because from the outside looking in, it seems like he has no backbone, Mm -hmm. that he's easily manipulated. And he over the fuck pays. Like, why? Like, it took you to, you had to pay him the third highest or like, how how much was Casario pay? Like, top three. Yeah. Top like three money, four or five year deal for thirty million dollars or something. Like that, that that's the route. Like that's how he but, doubled but down. The, on when it. you talk about the hierarchy, this is friends. This is what they do. This yeah, you know they have. I heard, I heard like most of them had like to run the same agent. Yeah, all the same agent and all the same guys. I listen. Money. I listen to six ten. No, listen to six ten. They yeah. said that's the true puppet master. But I don't know, man. So I I, I don't blame Deshaun Watson at all. Yeah. I don't feel like he really wants to leave. He just wants confidence and he wants honesty, integrity. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. If, if this white ass team not doing it, nigga, no, yeah, send me to Miami. I want to go with two black guys who actually got a future. So I don't know, man. I I, I just do not know. Right now, I don't think we're gonna get rid of him. I don't. But the head coach hire is going to have... going to be crucial. Or or just the communication. Yeah. Like, they said, we want to go with Joe Brady. Joe Brady is our Sean McVay. As he, long he, as Deshaun Washington signs off on it. It's people out there. Like, most of the guys, even the guy from um, the um, Rams, he's 38. Defensive coordinator. Like, these guys, like... Young guys. Do you want to go the young guy route? Sean McVay went. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. We're gonna see. We got there. listen. We got Sean McVay still in there. We got the uh, coach from um, Green, Green Bay, Bay still in there. Yeah, you saw what um, Shanahan did last yeah. year. Like we're gonna we're gonna see. Like are these it's boy the, wonders, man. Is that these these boy wonder ways? Are they here to stay? Yeah, or they are gonna fizzle out? I don't know, man. What all I know is James Harden is not in the city anymore. Bye, James. This shit is over. Anywho, we appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure y'all catch us on all your social media outlets. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun shit. Rockets has got a good win tonight. That was a good win. Solid win. Catch y'all next time. Dose.